Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the um, third hour of the show already. That's amazing. The third hour of the show already. Amazing. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773, 888-77-JESSE. My biblical question for this week, brand new biblical question. Be sure to podcast the show if you missed the first hours today. Um, but you can podcast all the shows. My brand new biblical question, are you a whole or divided? person. Are you a whole or divided person? Amazing. That's a a doozy. I've heard of doozies, but that's a doozy of all doozies. Are you a whole or divided person? We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. JessaLeePeterson.com slash show. And you can also listen to the show anywhere in the world on your iPhone, iPad, or iPad by calling the listen line on Talk Stream Live at 641-793-1500. That's 641-793-1500. And don't forget to follow us on uh, Twitter, JLP Talk on Twitter, and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. Ring the bell, hit the like button, and all of those things. I do appreciate it. I want to go to Melanie. She was waiting a long time from Florida. Uh, 888-7753-773. There's one line open there. Melanie. Welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi. Hey, Melanie. How are you? I'm good. And you, yourself? No woman is good. All is well. Yeah, I wanted to answer the Bible question about being whole versus divided. Are you a whole or divided person? I believe I'm a whole person. And why do you? I don't want to be divided. You believe you're a whole because you don't want to be divided? Yeah, I know what I want. I know what I stand for. Right. And, um, you know, I don't kind of pick sides. I'm either on the right moral side or, you know, there's always two sides of the equation, right? So I just pick, you know, I'm, I'm just not divided. I know what I want. People usually are confused or divided. And even the biblical verse, uh, I think Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, you can't serve two masters, God and money. Right. You have to pick one. You know, you, you, can't, you can't do that. So I always pick the right side, and the moral side. That's why, that's why I don't agree with... Cause in the Bible, you know what, Jesse? You actually did this. You helped me. I started reading the Bible now because of you, thanks to you. I started reading the Bible to understand it from my lens only, not from everybody else's, nice. their interpretation, because each interpretation is different. It's what you read and which, how you understand it, right? So I started reading it from the beginning, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is you know, different from all the pastors, what they say and stuff like that. It's based on your interpretation of the Bible. But one thing I, I noticed about the Bible 
is it never talks about race or color. Never. But we people, we we make this up yeah. about race and color when it's really about good and evil. The right. knowledge of good and evil. It's made it up by the children of the devil. They they cover yeah. they protect their father the devil by giving you all these fancy words like racism and white supremacy and all that because the devil doesn't want you to see him working through them and so they make up those words. Yeah, and and so one question I have for you is how do you want to be remembered? How do I want to be remembered? Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know. I never think about that. I neither want to be remembered or not be remembered. I don't think about that at all. It has no meaning. Okay. So, do you think everything you say is absolute and the truth or is it an opinion and some facts and some opinions or everything is absolute and the truth? Why well, do you ne- think God appointed you? I never I never uh give opinions because opinions come a dime a dozen. And opinions are always wrong. They're never right. Did do, you, you, do you think God appointed you? I wouldn't be doing what I was doing if it was not for him because I didn't grow up thinking one day I'm going to do this. I never, being aware of myself, I never had a desire thinking one day I'm going to do it. I, I always thought that I would just get me a job, have a lot of women, a, a nice little sport car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love women, don't you? And I would have a, a, a my own home. I used to think that I was going to be married with 10 children. I wanted 10 children when I was growing oh, wow. up, but that changed. And so, but I never, I wouldn't be able or know how to do what I would do if it wasn't for the light. So you, so you have, you did you receive something that told you, hey, this is what I need to do. I need to be a pastor. No. Is it like a calling? No. Or how, how did you know that you should be a pastor or be a preacher or whatever you call it? I don't know what I just, people call it nowadays. I just found myself doing it. I saw nothing else to do but that. Because prior to that, I had, I was, I did several jobs. I had a, let's see, when I first moved to L.A., I worked for a grocery store. Uh, then I worked for Sears. I and think then, you saw a need. And, and I think you saw a need. No, I didn't even see a need. I just found my... Well, once he woke me up so I can see that I needed to overcome the anger by forgiving my mother, and and he took the anger from me when I realized that I... I when he allowed me to see that I had the anger, he took it mm-hmm. away, and then he, uh, he caused me to go and forgive my mother and return to my father, and he allowed me, later he allowed me to see that that was, at the time, the focus was on the blacks because the blacks were carrying on so bad. And he allowed me to see that it wasn't about racism. It wasn't about the white man. It was about the anger that they had. Black, black yeah, I think we, yeah, I, I think so. I think the focus should be on anger itself, not black and white, because it, everybody has yeah. anger. Every, Everybody has good and evil in them. So when we kind of separate the races, minority versus majority, I think it's an idiot. It's 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 not it's not good to do that because everybody has both. Because we all came from Adam and Eve, right? Well, you don't have you both. Know, you only why, have one. Let me, let me, let you me only ask have. You, why hold on, hold on, hold on. You only have one or the other. You don't have good and evil in you until you're born again of the Father. Until you return to the Father. You only have evil. And then when you realize you're wrong for being evil, for being angry, he take that spirit of the devil out of your heart. He give you a new heart, which is his heart, return you to the Father. Okay. Then you only have good. You cannot have both. When you say return to the Father, you're talking about a biological father or God? Because I think it's God, I'm not ta- the actual biological father, but I don't know. What and why do you about? think it's the... God, but not the biological God. Because you can return, you can go to your dad anytime, but going to God—that's what we struggle with. You know, reaching, having that relationship with God is the most struggle that we have, and that's why we always going back and forth between good and evil. But you're but not going. That's why I'm asking you for clarification. Right? Are you're you not going to, to. You're not going to. 
get to God unless you go through your earthly father. I, I disagree with that. It shows nothing of that sort in the Bible. Yes, and, it does. It show me where it sh- no, it does not. Yes, tell it me does. What first it shows. Why you say it because doesn't first, and then I'll show the, you. Because I'm reading the Bible right now, and the thing, the problem with you, Justin, you haven't read the entire Bible. Thank God. That, but, no, but but let me ask. You, so let's come back. Wait, don't move so fast. Hey, 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 slow down. Why you say that's not in the Bible that you have to go through your earthly father in order to return to God? Why do you think that's the only way to return no, to God? No, I'm asking you why father. you say it's not in the Bible. Because I'm reading the Bible. It does not say that. It says return to God. It does not say your biological father. He doesn't know. He's struggling between good and even evil, too, just like we are. So why would we return to a father you know, that's struggling with the same crap we're, we're struggling with. It makes no sense. <laughs> I understand. You should return to Father the God. That's what it, it illustrates in the Bible, and I think people get confused. Because How... when you said that, that confused me. Oh, okay. So that's why I was asking you for clarification. Is it possible to love God and resent your earthly father? You shouldn't resent anybody. Is Hate it is possible wrong. to love God and resent your earthly father? I just answered you, you should not hate anyone. Is it possible to father. love God? You need to forgive. Is it possible to love it's God? Possible. It's, it's not possible, sir. And so how can you say you love God? How can you return to God and and, and resent your earthly father? Because God is all power. Once how God can you return you to God? You're never going to be able to return to God until you... I'm fo- telling you. I'm telling you have, what the Bible says. Have you I'm forgiven your earthly father? I sure did. And that's why I'm saying you told you, him that. You, like, you, you, you said an important point earlier. You said as soon as you, you returned to God, God showed you in your heart all the hatred you had for your mom. Did your dad show you that? No, you said God showed you that. So that means you returned to God first. You didn't return to your father. Did and then you, once did God you go, that, did you, you go, said you returned to your father. Did you go and did you forgive? not say that? Did you go and forgive your father? We're not talking about me. I have forgiven everybody. Did you okay, go and forgive everybody. your father? Black, white, Hispanic, minorities, and I love everyone. Let, Jesse, I answered your question. What's your name? I answered your question. What's your Jesse. name? Melanie. I Melanie. answered your question. Did you Melanie. go and yes, forgive sir. your father? I Yes, sir. And how did he respond to that? What do you mean? How did he respond? When you went and forget and apologize for resenting him, what did he say? I never resented my father. My dad is a great man. My mother's a great person. Why would I resent them? So the only time you, you resent you, someone when they do you wrong and you feel that so they did you wrong. Melanie, I didn't feel that way. Melanie, Melanie. Yeah. So you just said yeah. you went and forgave your father. If you didn't resent him, what did you go and forgive him for? Well, you could do something to me. Doesn't mean I resent you, Melanie. You did, said you went and forgave your. You said you went and forgave your father, right? I said that, yes. But that you that said moment, my father was perfect. I didn't have anything to forgive my father for. So what did no, you go? What did you go and forgive him for? What did you go and forgive him for? If you didn't have anything to forgive him for, entire Bible, Jesse, because I never said Me- that. I said Melanie. I do not resent my father. Did you tell me you went and forgave him? Yeah, for an issue. It was one issue, one time. That's not hate. That is hate. That's meaning I have an issue. Why? That's not no, hate. No, that's not. When you hate something, you just don't. You, you hate it. You hate their guts, their personality, everything. You don't want to be around them. I, I, I was still around my father. But why did you need to forgive him for if you that. didn't resent him? Okay, don't make this about me. No, See, but subject, I, I answered the question that you, you asked of me. No, you're a walking contradiction. You're bye. walking. Bye. Amazing. 888 One other thing I want to tell you about the decline of my country. In case you missed it, check out the first hour. I laid out some points that Dennis Prager made in the American Greatness when he said that here are some of the uh, those values, American greatness value, right? It was deep. 
And then I gave you an example of how the country, and because of those values are declining, uh, I had to let Melanie go. She was getting too busy. Um, um, that those values are declining, and as a result of not having them anymore, the country is going to hell. In a hair basket, I showed you what happened to Gary, Indiana. What a mess. And then I played as an example of declining values in our country, the hatred of white folks, especially straight white men, right? And Joe Biden want the whole government agency, according to the Fox report, uh, Tucker Carson, he wanted agency, federal agency to build equity action plan. And according to Tucker, it's against the straight white men. They're not included in their own country now. They built this country. They found and built the country, and now they've been hated for it. We are now becoming a third world nation. This is from Breitbart. You heard about the train thing down in Ohio and Texas, and it's just happening all over. This is from Breitbart. Train operated by Norfolk Southern derails in Van Burn Township, Michigan. Michigan. Watch this. A train has derailed in Van Buren Township. Drone 4 overhead showing several of those cars off the tracks. It appears maybe six to seven of them. Uh, there were a lot of things on here. It looks like there's some coal. They also had uh, car haulers here that were empty as we got a chance to look at them. But take a look down the track here and you can see that there are a number of rail cars there that have actually gone over on their side. Does it sound like that's in India somewhere? India? No, that's in Michigan, USA. And guess where Biden is visiting to show love and support for? Buku money and everything for. Not Michigan, not Ohio, USA. But according to the Daily Wire, President Joe Biden quietly slipped into Kiev. Is it Kiev? Kiev. Uh, Monday for an unannounced visit as the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine draw near. So Biden over there, how y'all doing? Y'all need some money? We got a lot of money. Not for the borders of the USA. Not for the train wrecks in Ohio and Michigan. Oh, it's key. Right? That's what, huh? That's, what That's what I said. Hey, what the? Or maybe, oh, James is writing Kiev. So it's not key, it's Kiev, or is it? Well, there's a there's a debate on this pronunciation, uh, Kiev being the original anyway. and Kiev or something like that being the pro-Ukrainian pronunciation and spelling. I don't care about it anyway. What the? <laughs> Biden ain't got to be an older. Biden need to be at home taking care of home. Daddy, I'm hungry. Uh, go sit down. I had to go over to Daddy. The illegal aliens are coming in to bring your drug. Uh, I got to go protect another country. I got to go and protect Ukraine. So. Biden met with Ukraine President Galinsky. Biden pledged a new aid package that would include more javelins and howitzers. Whatever that is. Missiles and artillery. Oh, and announced a new round of sanctions on Moscow. We're going to help y'all. But we ain't doing nothing for America. We're going to give America the finger. And you know what else? Oh, we're going to take American guns from them. You ain't going to have a right in America to protect yourself. But over in in, uh, Ukraine... 
Y'all need protection, so we're going to send you some more missiles. But y'all in America, not only are we going to leave the borders wide open, I heard this morning on a report that they're coming in from the, uh, that place Nick is from, what's that place, Canada borders. Did you hear about that? Yeah, that's true. Now they're starting to come from both sides. What the? The illegals are going to Canada where it's easy to get in and then coming down that way where it's not that protected. They're like, ooh, it's too cold up here. <laughs> Snow Mexicans. Ooh, it's too, mama mia, it's too cold. It's too cold, senor. We're going back to America. But Biden is over there helping Ukraine. And he's going to take away your guns. Oh, your gun's going away. You're going to give up your guns so that you cannot defend yourself in your own land. This is from Breitbart. Joe Biden released a statement on, on the Michigan State University attacks, attack where he called for more gun legislation. Biden has been telling us what he wants to do with the Second Amendment. This is from CBS slash NBC. Watch that. Idea. The idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick. It has no, no social redeeming value. Zero. None. I'm determined to ban assault weapons in this country. Determined. I did it once before. And I'll do it again. Maybe do the same. Ban assault weapons now. Ban them now. Once and for all. Maybe he's going to take them away from us and give them to Ukraine. Ukraine, y'all protect yourself. I ain't going to let my folk protect themselves. What the? Are just a proud of it? According to the Pew Research in 2020, according to the FBI, handguns, well, this is from the Pew Research in 2020, according to the FBI, handguns were involved in 59% of U.S. gun murders. Assault weapons were involved in 3%. I rest my case. I rest my case. And not only am I going to take your guns away, your Second Amendment, so you can't protect yourself, I'm going to create so much chaos in your country until it drives you crazy. You ain't going to have no peace, no gun, no peace. No gun, no peace, no Second Amendment, no peace. I'm going to create the chaos. And then I'm going to make sure you can't defend yourself. What the? This is from CNN. This is amazing video I'm about to show you right now. This is mind-blowing video. Get ready. Pull up close to your set there if you're watching. Or get close to your iPhone, iPad if you're listening. This is from CNN. Security video caught a female bodybuilder fighting off a man trying to attack her while she was working out alone, working out alone in a Florida gym. Watch this. Surveillance video captured the incredible moment a Tampa woman fought off an attacker at her apartment complex's gym. 24-year-old Nishali Alma, a personal trainer, told Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputies she was exercising alone around 10 p.m. on January 22nd when she saw a man she'd previously seen at the gym trying to get in. After 25-year-old Xavier Thomas Jones entered, this happened instead. Next thing you know, I get up from doing my workout and I grab my phone and he just approaches me. Video shows Thomas Jones chasing her around the gym before grabbing Alma and pinning her down. Authorities were able to track down Thomas Jones and arrested him the next day. He pled not guilty to charges of sexual battery, false imprisonment, and kidnapping. Wow. But no, I got to go help Ukraine. 
Let that woman fight for herself. What the? I can see the devil talking to that man now. You know what? You just saw that fine woman in the gym. Ain't nobody else in there. Go on back over there, man. <laughs> I wonder if he were high. Go, I don't know if he were high, but he looked like he were high. Go on back in. Ain't nobody else in there. Act like you ain't finished your workout. All right, Daddy. <laughs> what a mess. Get behind me, Satan. I'm telling you. Patrick out of Denmark. Patrick, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hello, Jesse. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. And hello to your wonderful audience. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Patrick. And so, um, no, I'm calling in. Um, I want to touch on the Ukraine thing. Uh, what you said, uh, it's actually, it is key. It's not the Kiev, but I understand why it's said like that. It's key, K-E-E? Yes, and in the Cyrillic language, you say k e e the, and it means it's four words, believe it or not. It means to and and from. That's what it means, literally. Amazing. Well, thank you for that, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, sure thing. And uh, what I really want to ask about is um, I want to comment on the Dennis Prager. He made 10, uh, ten um, uh, commandments. What was it? The... Um, Yeah, from Dennis Prager, here are some of those values from the American greatness that uh, it was this country built on the Judeo-Christian values. Number one, there's there is one God, God, not man, not government is the source of our rights. Good and evil are the same for all people. The human being is created in the image of God. The world is based on divine order. Man is not good, and we must not follow our hearts. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. The ultimate embodiment of Judeo-Christian values have been the United States of America. Do you disagree with any of that? I... Believe that I have the same as you. I'm reading number six, if you don't mind. It says the world is based on a divine order, meaning right. divinely ordained distinctions. Among these divine distinctions are God and man, man and woman, human and animal, good and evil, nature and God, and holy and the profane. So I want to say that this sounds, it's all good. However, I can't help but notice that he's leaving the sun out. He's leaving Jesus out of the equation. How, is he, this is something how is he leaving Jesus out? In that he's saying uh, the order is God and man, man and woman. It's not God and, and the sun and, and the sun over the man and then the man over the woman. But he's, he's not, just because he didn't mention Jesus, that doesn't mean he's leaving it out. He was just talking about the divine. Oh. He was just talking about the divine order. I understand. Yeah, I'll move on to the next point. And that you're, I you're talking about. You're talking pre- pretty much about the divine order in a marriage. But he's making an amazing point because when America was the light on the shining on the hill. Um. Uh, that's what it was. That's what he was talking about doing that. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate it. I got to take a break. 888 Bye. Back in a moment. Back in a moment.
Oh, Basin. Oh, Basin. Can you hear me now? Yeah. You can hear me? Can you hear me, Jace? Okay. okay, we're back. Something went wrong, but we're back. That um, video you just saw was from the new producer, Sean, put that together because today is President's Day. Very nice, Sean. What the? That was my first time seeing that. Very. Mamma mia. Hola. Very, very nice. And because it's President's Day, I just, and, and seeing that video, I want to add a little bit more to it. The if video. Let me know who you have already. The if video, just to add to it. It's President's Day. Why not just add to it? It's America Day. Why not just add to it a little bit? Um, this is in celebration, remembrance of President's Day by Rutyard Kipling. Nice! Watch this. If by Rudyard Kipling. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to, broken, and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but are none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And, which is more, you'll be a man, my son. President's Day. What the? Right on. That poem, if, is the New Testament. If you doubt me, you can prove me wrong. Get to know yourself. Really, get to know yourself. You'll see what I mean. It's amazing. Um. So apparently Jimmy Carter's in a hospice place or something. And that's what all the oop is about. All the blah, blah, blah is about. Amazing. Super, super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Oh, the hate, report, the hate report is coming up at the top of this hour. Thehakereport.com from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And James Hake is on Fire. And Big Bump is joining me today. Ooh. Nice. Big Bump. Co-hosting. That's nice. Big Very cool. Chest, Big Bump. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Should be cool. 9 a.m. Pacific time. Super chats. Uh, continuing here from Streamlabs. Got one from Mike Young. Says, hey, Jesse. 
I just got through looking at some pictures of Gary, Indiana, and as a black man myself, I can't believe how the blacks have destroyed Gary, yeah. Indiana, yeah. ever since they elected Richard Hatcher as the first black mayor. I know. And Gary, Indiana was so nice until they hired a black man to run Gary, Indiana, and he ran it all right, right into the ground. Jeez, the morning after the night of. Just like the fall of Messiah. Barack Obama ran America into the ground, and they're still doing it all the way down. Amazing. Thank you. Streamlabs Super Chat from Lin Yen Chin says, Clyde used one big word. Yeah, close that door. Boy. <laughs> Boy, close that it door. It doesn't stay closed if you don't close it like a man. Hey, who, who left it open like that? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it falls open, I come in and close it, and I say, I closed it like a beta. <laughs> I think it's because of all the, I don't know, the dry air or something. You're blaming on everybody but you. <laughs> you were doing fine when you blame yourself. Now you're blaming on the air. Stupid door. <laughs> Are you going to blame it on God next? I blame Bill. You were overcoming. <laughs> blame Bill. You were Amazing. overcoming, and now you're blaming you're, uh, the weather. <laughs> you're doing fine until you deviate. <laughs> Anyway. Saint said, blame the, blame the, blame the wind. <laughs> Moving on. You got to blame it on something. <laughs> blame, blame it on, it on the, the boogie. Rain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Clyde used one big word. This is from Lin Yen Clyde used one big word and then leaned on mama drama of you don't know all black people as if patterns of behavior aren't clear culture and history of our DNA and high emotional constipation from mama drama. Our nature is clear. Exceptions are few. Amazing. Thank you. And he mi- probably misused that one big word. <laughs> Typical. What was the big word? Typical. <laughs> what was the word? Misusing big words. What was it? I forget. Uh, I do remember that you were uh, antagonizing oh, yeah. George Floyd's death and uh, D- Ty- Tyre Nichols? Tyree Nichols' <laughs> death. But you don't antagonize a death, a person's death. Yeah, he's not talking to them. He's not- antagonizing other people. But anyway, whatever. Amazing. That's fine. Thank He's you. <laughs> oh, <Okay. Yeah. laughs> Poor Clyde. Bibby Lee Peterson, 42, on Streamlabs says, It's both funny and sad when callers complain about you being wrong, Jesse. But when you ask, ask, ask them how they, <laughs> when you ask them how, they never have an example. They will continue to suffer due to their ego. Nice. Thank you. That's how Bibby wrote it, ask. Ask. Uh, <laughs> Star Sion <laughs> on Streamlabs. Says, Jesse, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing when black people act like they care about each other, but they hate to see each other, each, they hate to see other blacks doing well, and they kill each other every day? They be plotting to bring each other down, but they get offended when someone calls them out? Very good point. It's that anger. They know not what they do. That's why we must, must forgive, <laughs> forgive. Really, they know not what they do. When the son asks the father to forgive them, they know not what they do. It was deep. It was deep. Thank you, Sion. Absolutely. John WX25 on Streamlabs says, Clyde going black mama on you. <laughs> don't, <What> the- <laughs> don't worry, baby. Mama going to tell you God, tell God how it is. You going to heaven, baby. <laughs> That's my baby. <laughs> uh, Prince Vibes. from Gary and Anna, the report we played earlier. Mm. He's like, Lord, they give my baby. That's my baby, or something she said. Yeah. Everybody a baby. 15 year olds fighting. What the? To death. <laughs> Prince, Prince Vibes on Streamlabs says If people are venting to you, does God want you to help with do you have anger? Like, yes. Because that's why they're venting, because they can't see. And it's the anger that's preventing them from seeing. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, and he goes, he continues, um, or something so that they self-reflect. Should we help minimally or not at all? I used to sound like them walking in circles and stuck in my thoughts. <laughs> you should, when your heart change, your intent is to point them back to the source that changed your heart. It's the God within, right? Kingdom of heaven. And so when you are telling them about the anger or whatever, you can't change them, but you can send them to the source 
that can change them if they really want to change from it. Amazing. Thank you. Lin Yan Chin says, The nature of life, be it at the level of cells, emotion, or thought, is constant fission, which is division. United as all the cells in our bodies are, they are constantly dividing like dancing with a lesbian. Only in death are we made whole, indivisible. Thank you. Might be an answer to the biblical question. Oh, that was to the biblical question? I believe so, yes. Are you a whole or divided? Oh, yeah. Are you a whole or divided? Okay, thank you. Only in death. I'll put my little two, two cents in on Sunday. He said we're only divided in death. Only, only you, death are we made whole. What does that mean? Hmm, I don't know. Because the cells keep on dividing. What? He says that the cells keep on dividing, like multiplying. The cells in the body? Uh-huh. And that's what That's how the body rebuilds itself. And that's what, and that's how we're divided by the cells. Yeah, uh, he said he that says the nature di- of life, be it at the level of cells. So he he's, he connects the division of the of the body of the cells, uh, and connects that with emotion or thought. So he's saying we're all we're all we're constantly in division, despite being united in one body. But that division will only stop when we die. I don't want to. I might be adding to it, but that's what I'm understanding from it. Uh, like you understood the last one. Hey, I get him. <laughs> 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 Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. And that is all for now. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> the the hate report is coming up at the top of this hour, and Big Ball. I got to go let him in. Oh, you do? <laughs> he sees me on the screen, but he's at the door. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Amazing. At 9 a.m. from 9 to 11 a.m. Let me go to Ron out of Texas. Ron, thanks for calling you on the air. Hey, what's up, Uncle JLP? All this well, Ron. That's good. That's good. Hey, I was listening to uh, Clyde earlier, and it made me realize that you create a utopia between whites and blacks in the 50s and 60s. But you also told, one time you told a story about, I believe it was your grandfather being murdered by some white people because he didn't Great-grandfather. Great-grandfather, because your great-grandfather wouldn't fire one of his employees because they told him to do so. Right. That doesn't sound like a utopia to me. Why not? Because they killed your great grandfather, the white folks, because they didn't he, he didn't mind them on running his own business. And why doesn't that sound like a utopia to you? Because they murdered, they took his life. Uh uh, number one, it wasn't all white people. It was those white people from that plantation that he was working at. And he came over to the plantation my grandfather was running. My, I mean, my great-grandfather was running, and he hired him. Number two, the point of the story to all black people is that there's never, ever, ever, but never, never, never time to be of anger. And because even with that situation— we still were not taught to blame all white people, to be angry at white people, and not even to be angry at the people that did that. We can see that it was wrong, but it was wrong for us to judge them. And the blacks, the blacks, have lost their way because they're full of anger. The anger of the blacks is that of their mothers, and they're blaming the world for it. That was the whole point, is to forgive and to never, time? and to never be angry. Did they do time? I don't know about all. Anybody asked about all that, man? What the? Wow, are you serious? Do you understand the point I just made about the story? Uh, well, no, I don't. Because I so want to ask you. You don't this. understand the the whole point of the story was about forgiveness, and and in order to encourage the blacks. I would they understand. need to drop their anger so they can overcome their color, so they can stop blaming the white man, 
so they can stop believing that white men are superior to them and all that crap. If they drop the anger, they will stop believing that anyone is superior to them. How angry was his Does that son make sense? after that murder? Does that How make sense? Angry, uh, no, it doesn't. Why How doesn't angry, that make sense to you? It, it'll make sense if you tell me how angry his sons were after they murdered his father. That I want to talk about that angry. Whose sons? Uh, your great-grandfather. They Did were not sons? angry about it. They wasn't angry at all? Why doesn't... Listen, you get knowledge of the stuff we even thought about. But let me ask. <laughs> That's right. Let me ask. Does that story about forgiveness make sense? That story of, of forgiveness does not make sense. So you don't, don't believe in forgiveness? When they, when they, when they you don't your believe father. in forgiveness? I do, uh, uh, I do forget, believe in forgiveness, but don't tell me about that. that don't be angry. Come on, man. That's your father. Can you forgive? That was your great-grandfather be- who was murdered because he didn't mind. Can you still forgive? Can you forgive and still be angry? You can, uh, you can, yeah, you can forgive and be angry. You can How be can angry you at forgive the, and still be angry? Because you could be angry because you could be angry at that system which allowed those white men to walk free and have all the authority to kill your people because they, they, he didn't mind them. Black people went into all that crap you just said about the system. Yes, and all yes, that. yes, yes the, they were. Yes, they were. No, they were not. Yes, that utopia you're creating is not the truth. All right. Thank it's you, not Ron. the truth. All right. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. 888-7753-773. Let's go to Carter out of New Jersey. Carter, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. What's going on, man? All is well. Thanks morning. for calling. You remember me calling in Friday or spoke to you towards the end of the show? Or maybe Never ask a black man if he remembers. Oh, please. Come on, Jesse. Smarter than that. <laughs> Uh, no, but I hope you're doing well. All this uh, well, yeah. I, I, I wanted to pass a message on to one of the callers that called you around, I believe, 7.30 your time, but 10.30 by me, um, if that's all right with you. you. Oh, I thought you wanted to talk to me about... I also want to ask you a question. Well, because of but, time, uh, get to your question first. Okay, I got you. All right. So um, I had a question for you about Genesis, right? Okay. So, of course, for Genesis, God makes the earth and makes man and everything. Um, Eve is tempted by the de- uh, by the serpent. They eat the fruit, and they're sent out from the garden. Um, but I wanted to ask you, because humans aren't made until... Let me see. I believe it's... Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it the fifth day, or... The sixth? Uh, I spoke on the fourth day. Anyway, I wanted to ask you. God spends quite a few days bef- on making the earth before he makes man, right? And man is arguably, in the Bible, one of his most important creations. So wouldn't that also imply that the Earth is also one of his most important creations, if he spent more time making the Earth than man? Not saying that it's more important, but that it's important, and that it's a creation that we should value and take care of. God taught Adam that he should be caring for the animals and roam the Earth and... But, of course, he stayed in the garden, and Eve tempted him, and they were casted out. So what I'm asking is, you know, um, do you think Christians and conservatives with Christian values, do you think we should take more importance in cleaning up after the earth and taking care of the things that we do? Not necessarily pollution, like gas or whatever, but like plastic and garbage in our streets. We should take time to clean it up, right? Especially if it's in our community, it's something we can do. Well, normally in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men, that was common sense to pick up your trash. Don't throw it on the ground. Don't throw it out of the car windows. And when each individual took responsibility for their own trash, we didn't have trashy places. But now individuals don't take care of their own trash. We have trashy places. But common sense would tell you, that you should take care of your own trash, not somebody else's trash, but your own. Well, I'm from Jersey. It's it's always talked about as like one of the dirtiest states, right? That's the joke. But you know, um, I always make sure to clean up, a, clean up after my property, and make sure it's clean. And I also, you know, as I'm walking around, I pick up garbage and stuff like that because I want to see my community clean. And so you, you, know, you, you, small you, you go around thing. and you pick up other people's trash. 
Well, not if I see them drop it. I'll tell them, hey, pick that up or something <laughs> like that. But if yeah. I see garbage on the ground, I'm not going to just leave it there because it's my community. I want it to look good. Right. Right? Okay. If, if people see me picking up garbage in my community, then they think, what's that guy doing? But they also might think, wow, this guy really cares. Are you white? So, you know, yeah. And, well, that's what white people do. White people take care of stuff. Yeah, but I don't think it just has to be strictly white people who do but it. But those are all the ones that are doing it. You're right. It shouldn't I be. mean, sure. Because in the good but, old days, common sense reigned for the most part, right? And so people tend to, in those days, they would do, they would take care of themselves. They would do the right thing that's in front of them. But that's gone now. And so all we have left is the white man. Hmm. Okay, well, you yeah. know. That makes sense. Hope maybe people will want to, you know, Does that make do sense? more of that in their own time. No, but I agree with you. you know, it's it's something that you know is largely done in white communities, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? I guess you know it, it's it's a slow slow thing. If people start caring more, you know, maybe they'll want to help clean up their own communities. Well, what, that's why white people have to raise the rent. They should be raising the rent so that when one white person or family move out. Only a, a, a white family, a person with money, can move in. You know, let me tell you this, Jesse. I'm in an area that's being gentrified by New York right now. And uh, the tradesmen, right, those people have had to leave. But those were the ones that took care of their property because they took pride in what they do. Yeah. Now you have these middle-class and upper-class workers coming from New York, and they live in apartments and condos. They don't own property and they even when they rent property in like a duplex they don't want to pick up the garbage outside of their house they'd rather the landlord do it so it's there's an attitude problem definitely in this country because i don't know did you more did, people need to start taking responsibility and yeah. what they think is right you know? did you hear what dennis prager wrote about the judeo christian values of this country american greatness no i haven't read it did you hear me talk Talk about it. In I heard you talking about it a little bit, but I didn't read it personally. Uh, what do you think about those values? I think they're good. Yeah, that's I, what. You know, that's I, what, it's what this country was built on. So why fight it? Yeah, the only way you could change it is if you rebuilt this country. But I don't want that to happen. I think there's a way to fix what's going on. There's good values here, and people will sacrifice their lives. We have hundreds of years worth of history, and it's not a lot, but it's something. That's why you know if you can. Ch- if you want to change the country to back to those values, you got to change the hearts of human beings by pointing them to the source that will change their hearts from anger to love. Because if you don't change the hearts, you're never going to change the person. You have to change right. the heart. And America was built on love, love thy neighbor as, I, as right. itself. It was not built on hating. It was not built on racism. It was not built on slavery or mm. or the civil rights trap. It was. It was. Well, Jesse, built, I, I, I want to let you wrap up because I know this show's coming. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, I appreciate but, it. I was built on love. Thank you. I'm out of time. The hate report is coming up from nine to eleven. He has a guest host with him today, Big Bob, and Big Bob will be speaking from the chest today. Become your own man. Become your own woman. From uh, Do the Silent Prayer, www.silentprayer.video. And watch. I want to make all of you expert watchers. Watch the thoughts. You can't do anything but watch. If you try to fish them, it's not going to work. Become the observer of thoughts. You see... Mama Mia, I'm out of time. Rick from Hampton. Samuel from Michigan. Somebody just hung up. I'm out of time. I'll be back tomorrow if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. Become an individual, folks. Really. Take care. Appreciate hate report coming up now. The hate, H A K E report. Dot com.
stand up, we got fighting to do. We gotta show him who boss. He put a Viking in you. He put that lightning in you, igniting the truth. But you beg and blame and lie and hate and never wanna stand for the truth. So what you planning to do? You understand in the loop. You better go talk to your mama. Better stop all the drama. Better drop all the drama. Boy, you better stand up and up. Put your hand up and hut. Cause if you don't, then we lose. And then we gotta hear the fake news. Whoa. Forgiving your mother and letting go of that hate, and just it just transforms you. So I just want to thank you for that, and let you know that you know you really are doing God's work by waking people up with this message. Amazing, Aaron. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Sure. I can hear the angels in heaven singing right now. They're rejoicing. That's amazing. <laughs> Stay with the silent prayer. Speak up. Don't resent and doubt every thought. And Aaron, you have not seen anything. Anything. Steve, thank you for calling and thanks for holding. How have you been helped by the show? I'm going to tell you this. I believe you might go down in history as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, black man that ever lived on planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know anybody before you that's been that great. You know, freeing slaves is one thing, but you've been freeing people of their mind, which matters. It should be, anyhow, to you more than anything else, because with the mind not being right, there ain't nothing else going to happen right anyway. If you can doubt every thought... Because you're not your thoughts. If you can doubt every thought, knowing that you're not your thoughts, you don't create them, they're not from God, that they're from the deceiver, the great deceiver, Satan. If you can doubt every thought, you can be free, just like that. At an instant. Bring every thought into captivity. It's so amazing. This has been the Jesse Lee Peterson Show, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Hassan, even though you're not here, wish you, we wish you well, man. Thank you, Nick and Sean. He's here in spirit. He's here in our hearts. He will live.